0: Hello and welcome to Another Woodshop Podcast, with Mike Coffee of Coffee Custom Builds, Daniel Dunlap of Daniel Dunlap Woodworks, and Peter Kapar of Petrie's Workshop. You can find us all, as well as the podcast, on Instagram and YouTube.
1: Welcome, welcome, welcome to episode 143 of Another Woodshop Podcast, your favorite Dating show. Let's get to know our bachelors. Bachelor number one is a corn-fed, good old Nebraska boy, and the only reason why the Cholata Corporation is still in business it's Daniel Dunlap, Esquire. Yay! Bachelor number two left his biker gang after he discovered the first ever coffee table, and now he's famous. He's America's sweetheart, Michael Coffee, and straight from his European tour, and famous for his work with about- pierogies without borders. Bachelor yeah. number three, Peter Kapar. now. Our co-host and host, Michael, <laughs> Coffee, can you tell us what lucky patrons may win a date with one of us? What? Because <laughs> now he talks about patrons.
0: Well, <laughs> I got some great news for you because it's none of them. No, big thanks to our patrons. They are the best. For some reason, the Patreon page is uh, is freezing up on me right now. But we did get a new patron this week, and it is a VIP patron named Daniel Bryson. Thank you to <laughs> Daniel for being what did you call him, Pete? A, a major in the yeah, army? As a sergeant major.
2: <laughs> Look, his name is Daniel. He can't be a bad guy. I mean, no. let's be honest.
0: Yeah, or a
1: Madmeril. Doesn't <laughs> I don't know. Sergeant Major a sounds Mad better. Mural? <laughs> I um, did not like. Did you guys Mural. like the dating oh show intro? Sorry, I was going to get little music to play, but then I realized Mike's sharing the audio.
0: Yeah. yeah. Oh shoot! If you had some, that would have been good. Music. That would have been good. That would have been solid. Like I think so you've, done, you've done. you done uh, well. Also,
1: hey. Dan, I made you a lawyer. Did you not notice yeah. I said Daniel Dunlap wow. Esquire?
2: I uh, am. <laughs> all
0: right, back
2: back okay. to you, Mike.
0: Uh, <laughs> big thanks to our VIP patrons. Uh, <laughs> right out of that segue, really great. Uh, Alex Johns, Bill Burkle, Daniel Bryson, Jacob Miller, Jake Conine, Justin from Calvary Customs. Christian Tong, Malcolm from Bo- Bossa Nova Woodworks, Michael Fields. Michael Lighton, Scott Holland, Square Splinter, and Tim from Lock City. That VIP list is getting pretty long. I love it. Big thanks to you guys.
1: I cannot wait to very... pay back our patrons with my tongue by talking to them at WorkbenchCon. Oh, oh, it's gonna be God. great. Oh, oh, man, what that's I... it's. Sorry, did I get too technical with you, Dan? My heart palpitated. <laughs> <laughs> Oof. Just excited
0: to, to just got like meet a migraine. some of in person. <laughs> oh. We're coming in hot. My legs hurt. Uh,
1: it is the 1st of February. You know what <laughs> that means? I was hoping one of you would just yes and and think of something. I got nothing.
2: It's not the 1st of February. It's the 2nd.
1: Oh, first episode of February. Okay. I wrote it down. All right, it's, the it's,
0: it's, the
1: <laughs> <laughs> it's the first episode
2: after the 1st of February. It's Groundhog Day, right? Oh, is it? Is it? Yeah, it's Groundhog Day, February second. That way, it
1: feels like we do this every day. Punk a
2: Phil. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what the shadow update is. I didn't. I, I'm not that big of a, a follower.
1: I, I can look it up while you give us the history. Go.
2: I don't get my weather from a rodent, but I just I think that day's fun. <laughs> yeah, I do.
1: <laughs> Watch the weather, ch- weather channel. It's full of rats. Okay. That's <laughs> Too soon. Well,
0: I think uh, this is off to a weird start, huh? It really <laughs> is. Well, we
1: try really new. we're trying is not and guests, with... so we're Does just gonna re- do dumb stuff now, right? This is what you get when
0: remember... you don't get a guess. Does anyone remember what we do now? I don't know what the show is now. Um, I think I pushed this button. I guess. Uh, do you want to do what's on our bench since I pushed the button? I'm gonna write
2: down 9:55 for what's on our bench, but we've only been doing this for about 30 seconds. <laughs> Not that that has anything to do with anything go on uh i'm gonna
0: throw it right to you Dan. I want to know what's going on this week <laughs>
2: um, same old same old lots of etsy orders I know I know like I say that every week i, Wait, I, slow down, I slow down, really slow feel down. bad etsy I really yes okay etsy e t s y uh-huh. uh I do feel bad that I say the same thing every week, but I don't think y'all understand how many etsy orders I do badness. every week it's Kind of uh kinda nuts so um so yeah I, I usually spend several hours a week doing that. It's getting ridiculous. Uh I also did take on a new commission for a, another farmhouse table. I think I mentioned that last week. I got the legs in from Osborne Woodco. They were <laughs> my dog is whining at me. They uh they were kind mm-hmm. enough to work with me. I reached out to them and asked if they had any coupon codes and uh we just kind of started conversation from there. So I will be working with them on this project. I'm pretty excited about it. The the client is going to their old family farmstead. Mm-hmm. Is that is that a word? The farm? Yeah, farms, homestead.
1: Homestead farm, farm.
2: Home, yeah, it's like a farm. Uh, apparently, there's a bunch of wood in a barn that they want to make this table out of. So,
1: oh, some old. But they had a very
2: s- they had a very specific look for the legs. So this is the I, farm I was, table, right? Yeah. Yes, they had a very specific yeah, yeah, look sorry. for the legs, so I got the the legs from Osborne Wood Co. Um, but. I can't start it until they bring the wood back from uh their family farm, which should be early next week. We'll we'll see. Uh aside you don't know from what it that
0: is yet what the wood is?
2: Man, I do I it's don't pine, huh? I don't. I really hope it's nothing like I hope it's not trash. How I really far don't.
1: is this farm, by the way?
2: It's about four hours from where i Oh, I'm at.
1: never mind. Okay, I was gonna yeah, say, yeah, say, yeah, like yeah. if you could drive there or like FaceTime with someone to like pick through it, because they could be like, <laughs> oh, this looks dirty, and if they like move walnut out of the way. And right. Then they, they could just oh this is nice and I'm light. just I'm
2: just I'm just crossing my fingers that everything is good. You know, I, I will I will take even if it's pine, if it's old, old growth pine, that would still be like pretty nice. Um obviously it won't hold up as well as like a hopefully nice hard one, nice but it's
1: thick Because if it anyway. just gave you like all different thicknesses it would be kind of annoying too. Mm. Yeah, I didn't
2: even think of that. Yeah. Hopefully it's hopefully at least it's consistent in thickness. Thick knife Thick I mean, they don't
1: provide you with enough material.
0: Speaking like, of
2: Thick knife <laughs> this
0: is a complete tangent, but, you know, Sean Boyd's back to his own channel now. He split from four eyes. Yeah, it's, I saw that. Uh, well, it was uh, well, a... No, it wasn't an issue. They like, no, split. it's because yeah, his wife yeah, got, got a different like, job or something like that. No, no. it's not bad. It's like his, yeah. he's got to move away. Oh, like, is he Like physically move to another place. Oh, damn. Yeah, yeah. so they're like, why, why wait for it just Did It right away. Yeah, 100% amicable. Yeah, it wasn't bad. No. I'm just I'm honestly like really excited that he's gonna be doing his total sorry to take yeah. away from what's on my bench, but I'm really excited he's yeah. gonna be back to his own channel. I mean I'm like Screw really me, let's talk Sean.
1: about Sean Boyd. No, Heck I, yeah. I just saw I was watching uh Four Eyes video on the offcut table and he was pointing out his other project and I was like, Oh, I didn't realize that he had a separate channel. So that was yeah, fun. He's that's that's where I, he started. I know, and I I just never was following it and I am now. Dan, anyways, uh how's how are you in YouTube? How's your YouTube? What are you, your Hi, what's going on?
2: Bro, the 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 bed instruction video. It's killing it. It's up to like 2 million views.
1: Yeah. Divided by what?
2: Mm, divided <laughs> it's by It's 700 something I point. checked. <laughs> 2 million divided by 1.95 million. It's, it's not
1: doing difficult. better than it should. <clears throat> it's actually not bad.
2: Um Yeah, YouTube. Uh yeah, I'd like to come back to that someday.
1: Would... So
2: I'm also working on three of those sectional slide tables, those little C tables that I make with box joints. I have a CNC program where I cut those out 100% on the CNC now because I'm lazy, but it's also faster. So that's nice. I have a, I I created a file for them uh, that I could manipulate and it's, it always, the proportions always kind of stay the same. So the fingers always, always work. Right. It's so nice. It's so nice. I just glue up panels, sand them through through the drum sander, and just put them up on the CNC and shoot, shoot, cut them out. It's very nice. <laughs> I sold I sold three of those last week.
1: Wait, what is this again? Sorry, I Sick. missed that part because my cat Those was slide a table. tables. Well, those slide little table. sectional C
2: tables oh, that, nice. from one of my past viral VDs. I didn't
1: realize you were doing them on a CNC now. That's awesome.
2: Yeah. Oh, yeah, of course. Better. dude. I do everything on the CNC when I can. Um, right. Right. Yeah, and then uh, this weekend is supposed to be pretty nice weather-wise, so I think I may do like a deep clean of my shop. It needs it desperately. And if the weather is going to be nice, you know, I can actually have both the doors open, not freeze my cat butthole off, and uh, (laughs) move some stuff out into the driveway and just kind of blow everything out and reorganize. So that's what I'm up to.
1: You're also planning a little remodel of your office setup you're not going to be basement yeah, anymore, we'll, right we'll, we'll, well get why don't into that what do you talk about that it's, we'll it's get on in your that bench. the
2: future yeah, it's just a thought right now it's a it's <laughs> a mere thought. whisper of an idea
1: you literally had a whole plan in a pre pre show post pre show pre real show you're you are yeah, like I'm
2: going to switch sides of my living so like we've talked about in the past how I have like several living rooms in this house uh this is living room number three and four.
3: Yep.
2: Right here.
1: Conference room A um, and B. <laughs>
2: <laughs> so what I'm gonna do is I'm just gonna switch to the back of the room here. Uh kind of flip flop. Uh back on the other side of the room. I know this isn't a, a podcast and it's an audio and you know, whatever. Uh but back on the other side to my back, on the very other end of the room, there's a shelf system, uh like a built in cubby hole. With like three or four shelves, and I think I'm going to switch sides and and move over there and have my shipping my shipping department over there and my podcast desk and what have you over there. So I'll get into that when whenever it gets closer and whenever it becomes. I can't wait to, to see it because that's a good whenever it comes to fruition, it comes to fruition because it could be two three years from now. I you think you should
1: Don me. Draper that whole thing like just desk in the center. Take one of the couches, set it up in the middle, and then just shout from your desk, Kayla! Gelata! Get me coffee on the phone.
2: And it's <laughs> not even home. <laughs> anyway, speaking of coffee, what's up with you?
0: Oh, uh, let me look at my pictures because I can't remember anything ever. <laughs> uh, we finished a, um, finished the farmhouse table today. I, so the, cu- the customer another one? black base. Another one. One. No, the one I sent you the pictures of today or yesterday or something?
2: Yeah. Mike, I'm oh, okay. doing this for yeah. the podcast.
0: Oh, and another one. Yeah, another nonstop. No, uh, they, they, were like, they wanted black base with a white top. And I was like, yeah, whatever you want. It sounds horrible to me, but whatever you want. It looks dope. Like, it looks very, It looks legitimately sexy. Very good. Like, I really like it a lot. I don't know if you remember, uh, but you sent us pictures. Yeah. It looks uh, really good. I don't think so. I yeah. don't think that happened. I was there too. No, we... Uh, yeah, we... <laughs> But it looks really great. I did Rubio white on ash, and I did intense, the Rubio's intense black pre-color on ash, and then the Rubio black over that. Why did you do a a lot of colors on ash? Was
1: it intentional to just get a darker? Rubio
0: black is not very dark.
1: Oh, Uh, really? uh, The
0: Rubio black is not very dark. It's not, no, it'll just mostly fill in the... uh, the grain just pockets fill in the grain yeah it'll, it like won't like actually t- it'll go like a light charcoal it won't go very it's dark it's not a stain it'll almost look like a smoke it's not yeah. a stain yeah the pre-color the pre-color the intense black is a stain so genuine, uh,
1: wait sorry to drop but i genuine question about the like kind of mix and finishes what if like if you had done let's say india ink on it because that's shellac based would you be able to do pure over that after it cures would it
0: work i actually don't know. I think you the answer you would get would be no because I want to say no as well, But your shellac will be covering right? the grain. But I do know that you can use the the Rubio's pre color. They're they're just stains. They're just water based stains, mm-hmm. and you can put
2: a top coat any top coat over that. Oh, It okay. works great. Um, but you could do an so indie they're, ink. They're, and they're, do like a water based top coat if you wanted.
1: A water based top, coat. yeah. Okay, yeah, I've
2: thing. I actually I, like, I spray. I lack, made. Like, I, I actually a made
1: background there or something.
0: What's up, Mike? Yeah, Lacquer's great. I'm I'm making samples right now. So we've got so my grounding box, the reference box customer. We've got the normal like 19 by 17 size. We're he we're we're release, he's releasing two new sizes, a 12 by 12, like an entry level. So there's gonna be a flagship, and there's gonna be this entry level. It's gonna be called the MIDI reference. And then there's gonna uh then the other one's the ultimate reference. And then we're making another one that's a 16 by 24 size that's actually technically a little bigger than the flagship but it's actually individually channel, it's individual channels. So it'd be a left and a right. So like you need two of them. Two of them. It's crazy. And then you That's put like speakers on top, you money. said, right? Yes, yeah. exactly. So the yep. speaker, you could put audio equipment on top of it. It's So anyway, those are going to go, um, we're starting on those. We're also going to start doing uh, those in black as well. So we're going to have English walnut and then we're going to have a black. So I did, a I actually, it's funny you asked that because I did samples today where it's going to be, um, I did general finishes uh, black gel stain on one I did Rubio's intense black pre-color and then I did India ink on one honestly the India ink looks the best so I did uh that tabletop oh no I did a uh, victory over the top where it's this water based um, okay because you have to get are you like still
1: doing like thing. a instrument grade super shiny yeah the high the gloss
0: board? finish is getting yeah the gloss finish is going over the top of that it looks what, fantastic I'll what wood did you use
2: poplar for this high-end <clears throat> audio English equipment? walnut yeah, you, English you, walnut. It's all English.
1: He's hid all that walnut. At this point, to him, that's throwaway wish. No, no,
2: <laughs> no, no, no.
0: We, 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 we want the grain, or he wants that grain. So it's oh, okay. a, it's, it's black, but you, there's, we don't do any treatment to hide the grain, so you can see the grain underneath the black. So you're mm-hmm. seeing that grain still. It's, it's an. I wouldn't do it, but I'm not buying these, nor am I the customer. So, um, it's I wouldn't I do it either. Moving forward, will We'll probably move to like. A beach or something. I don't know. We'll figure that out later. But um, poplar. I'm trying to imagine like, a grand
1: piano, yeah. but it has wood grain for the body. Would look actually kind of cool. Like just a shiny, yeah, yeah just that's a shiny, exactly but like actual wood grain. Would be cool.
2: MDF. <laughs> so I <iron>. am
0: <laughs> end grain MDF. Let's go. That's cool. Yeah, we. So we're we're doing the grounding boxes right now. We've got. <clears throat> The lawyer's... De- oh, the desk. The lawyer's desk that's been in my shop for uh, way too long. I thought you uh, delivered that a de- long time ago. We were supposed to, but the storms, actually, she had a uh, ton of water damage in her offices. Mm. So, uh, they j- they just got it finished. It was supposed to be done last week we were going to deliver. And then this week, uh, we're actually delivering tomorrow. So, we're delivering in the morning, um, which will be nice. So, I did something for the first time with Rubio. and not, This isn't meant to be like a big Rubio push, but um, I did... Um, I've done this before, but I haven't done this as like on purpose. I've used their maintenance oil in the past to refresh a piece, but I've never done the the, the pure two C and then waited twenty four hours and done the maintenance oil. That finish with the maintenance oil is incredible. Like I think moving forward, that's how we're going to do all of our walls. I use pieces. it on it a test amazing. piece.
1: I actually really liked it too. I thought it was you kind get of a, gimmick. the sheen.
0: You get a better sheen. sheen is, yeah, you get a little higher sheen. It looks a little. It just looks <clears> so <throat> nice. So uh, anyway. We did that on there. It looks amazing. So instead of I can't wait to
2: Charlie that. Sheen, you
0: get Martin Sheen. Right, you get a little more educated, a little more knowledgeable Sheen. Uh, has the better a sheen. More years under its belt. Yeah, but the better Sheen. Charlie Sheen, sheen is a the worst. For sheen. Sheen still a Sheen. <laughs> um, yeah. So that's done. What else we got? Oh, we're working on this big giant countertop. It's like fifty-five inches wide by one hundred and twenty-three <laughs> inches long. It's got a sink cut out and then i've got this vanity bathroom vanity i've got to order up all the material for that i did this job walk for this potential client it looks like probably need the job this pe these people need um an absolute ton <laughs> of stuff done in their brand new home this house overlooks Folsom lake i mean this house is north of five million dollar home it's this beautiful home Damn. um they need a ton of stuff. Like we're, I'm refreshing two desks or two tables. I'm refreshing mm-hmm. them. Um, it's a uh, uh, like eight different built-ins and then a bunch of shelves. It's all kinds of stuff. So it's it's going to be a crazy big job. Uh, I'll probably be working there through the rest of the year, and uh, it's you know off and on while projects going on there for a while. So um, stuff like that.
2: I mean, you're not that <laughs> far off from sending uh, Jackson to college, so hey,
0: right? <laughs> Might as well lock them up. Blink and it's going to be there. <laughs> I tried, I tried this new um, 2K urethane today. Um, it's a two-part. It's a 10 to 1 two-part from Diamond Vogel. I am incredibly impressed with this finish. It is wild. It is so – I can spray. It's 15 minutes between coats. It's. You definitely need to wear PPE, PPE for this. It is very caustic. It's a water-based acrylic, but the resins are so strong. You can just smell that it's like a really strong. Strong finish Can you send stuff, us
1: so. some updated photos or videos? Because the one you sent, it looked super glossy and nice, but it looked like almost wavy on there. I don't know if it was the grain or whatever. Oh, uh,
0: that was but that's see it That's from it leveling. Leveled it hadn't yeah. leveled yet. Okay. Yeah, yeah, it, yeah. So if I would have sent you that picture two minutes later, it wouldn't have the the leveling anymore. So the leveling agent like is the really smelly stuff. Yeah, I'll I'll send it to you tomorrow. Um, it looks amazing. And then I don't know if last week. No, I didn't. I picked so I got that new trailer. I picked up a whole it was two logs of Douglas fir for I've talked some, about this project before this there this was a lot of slabs has, on
2: that on that trailer in your story. So. Yeah,
0: it's uh it was uh it was it was twenty-three slabs or something like that. And they're all between eight and ten foot long, and it was uh Doug fir that's all forty two inch wide. I mean it was big <clears throat> and it's so tight. Oof. The grain, it's like probably a two hundred year old tree. The grain is like, I mean, thirty seconds of an inch apart from each other. Let me ask you this: How did you pull that with your Subaru? <laughs> I—I'll tell you what: I had them put the seven-point-three-liter Godzilla Ford motor. You in got my the Subaru, all-wheel drive package. Like real can. man. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. It, it, the the I've never been excited about working with Doug Fur, and I'm very excited about working with this old growth Douglas like,
1: fur. Is yeah, old. solid. It's, mm. it's so dense. Super high. It's, it's nice. like,
0: it, it's very nice. So, um, that stuff will probably be, took that down to the kiln. That stuff will probably be dry in about four months, I would imagine. Probably about two, three <clears> months of air drying and then about a month in the kiln. And then we'll be ready to start rocking and rolling on projects for them. So they're hoping for sooner. That's probably not going to happen. Um, sorry, I got a long list of stuff, guys. Uh, is that okay if I go like deep dive? <laughs> is that cool? <laughs> this is every week thing. Rapid Come fire, on. rapid yeah. fire. Uh, I've got, I broke up my wet sharpener, did a bunch of, uh, Chisel and blade maintenance this week. It's been really, honestly, super relaxing to be able to sit down and do that. Um, I made a proposal to the urban to Sacramento Tree Foundation, Urban Wood Rescue. is They own Urban Wood Rescue. Um, they accepted my proposal. I'm do, we're doing all their slab flattening now, which is you awesome. i excited week, yeah. about that. Yeah, yeah. So <laughs> we're going to be starting doing that. Um, I got my chairs out. They're, uh, they're at a, a couple brick and mortar locations, which is cool. Nice. I really love this chair design. Um, I am changing the seat the uh the gooch shelf <clears throat> as i called it is uh is a little uncomfortable is it when you're lowered s- s- uh it's being eliminated to a very tiny little nub so i so um, i the- saw
1: that and i was like you know it still looks comfy but i feel like no I sitting straight, straight on it it's yeah. cr-
0: no leaning forward sitting straight for amazing it's such a comfort it feels nice turn your body a little bit oh you okay. want to call the
2: cops i was gonna say it's not it- great <laughs> <laughs> <Call> the
4: cops.
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> I thought oh, it was like a
1: user to user. imagine experience? a bar
2: patron sitting at <laughs> a bar on one of these stools, having a great time? Uh, they up? just turn to me like, "That's it. I'm calling the cops. This is I'm out. I'm out of here. This <laughs> is too much."
0: Oh my gosh. Uh, um. Anyway, so yeah, that's just that's what I got going on. Pete, what about you?
1: Yo. So you'll never believe this. Um. Etsy orders. Uh. None of them bow ties. No, as he's been actually picking up, it's been consistent. I, I like it, but um, I, like I it. got, I got my booster on Sunday and I was like, mm, I don't know, I kind of feel weird. And I'm a polio booster, uh, the polio booster. Yeah. The Moderna polio booster. So I needed to get okay. my 5G um updated and uh, I never got Moderna before. I got the other flavor Pfizer mm-hmm. and um, I was out for like two and a half days. I was I, I was shot I was literally shaking uh guys were laughing cause I was like uh I woke up Emma cause I was literally shaking like vibrating to bed and <laughs> then stop, stop. that's right no no don't family don't show. stop family show no don't stop
0: <laughs> <laughs> but then like two hours later Pete can you up. get that Pete could you get that shot again by any chance we just wanna make sure you don't catch it
3: <laughs> Moderna. Moderna for,
5: sure. for her play <laughs>
0: All right, stop, stop. (laughs) She
1: listens to this. Oh, God. I love you. (laughs) Um, Yes, my wife actually listens to every episode. I hear it in the house all the time. So be warned. Um, Yeah, so I I was kind of out. I I was going to wrap up the, the ice climbing stuff earlier in the week. I was basically out of the shop. I couldn't function. I was barely sleeping, and I was either getting night sweats or shakes or whatever for like two and a half days. So the Harlem shakes, rough. The heart. Yes. Yes. You get, you know, you know about them. Okay, cool. I get you. Yeah. Yeah. So you don't have, I don't have to show the video. Cool. So, um, that was that. Aside from that, I, um, so I'm wrapping up the ice climbing stuff. I have about, uh, less than 10 pairs. I think of it, like seven or eight pairs. Um, so that's 14. Cause it's a pair. Uh, I have uh, about 14 <laughs> to finish up and laser and then they're ready for delivery. So they're going to be out of my shop. I, uh, had a busy day today. I had two people come by the shop, buy some old tools that I was just selling off, some old pipe clamps, which I know are Mike's favorites now, he was saying last week. But <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I just got rid of those, got rid of a couple other tools, and uh, had a, a friend of mine stop by. Actually, a friend of mine, first time meeting him, but a friend of mine, because I've known him for a while, uh, and I worked with his brother. He does a lot of shows and craft shows and things like that, where he makes sublimation, and he actually this is his full-time business he goes to shows and his etsy and his website are like full-time <laughs> gig and he lives off that and he's doing well so um matt was here and we, drives a corvette
2: he's doing just fine
1: he's uh, driving a, a toyota forerunner with a, a teal paint job it's real nice a brand new one though. no it's like like i'm legitimately... sorry that was an
2: office reference <laughs> i
1: know <clears throat> mm. um Continue. but it's it, yeah he does okay Um, but what he did is he dropped off a bunch of displays back when he got started out. He just kind of ordered these from Etsy and they're all just like pine. There's like nail holes everywhere where the guy just used a Brad nailer to attach everything. And like the whole thing's held with like two screws for the swivel. And I'm like, okay, this is, this is gonna be, first of all, so easy to duplicate and so easy to make better. So he basically just needs newer versions done of it that fit a little better for the product he's trying to sell. Uh, so, it's really cool because I'll get to make a bunch mm-hmm. of display stand stuff that I can probably uh, mass produce on a CNC or even just out of poplar or whatever or pine and uh, get it on Etsy and sell it and maybe use some of it for my own shop. So, it's pretty cool. So, he's got a <clears> couple <throat> of ideas. We're going to do that. And, um, fun story I'm working the other day and I'm hearing, th- I'm alone in a house. Banks is sleeping, so I know it's not her. I'm hearing. <laughs> Clawing around the house. I'm like, what is happening? It sounds like it's upstairs. And then it sounds like it's coming from just outside the my screen door. I walk over bears. to the screen door better. I walk over to the screen door and a like Duh, a section of shingles, like like two and a half foot wide falls off hot, my roof. Like, right in front of where I was about to step out onto the deck.
0: How'd you fix it? I did. Did you did you nail the sh- they were,
1: no, I didn't touch it because the, the sun made it really hot. And you don't want to oh, nail hot I, shingles in your area, in your area. No, yeah. So,
2: so before
1: Man, I nailed hot shingles in my area, this is so stupid.
2: Well, I think we got a show title. I <laughs> we already made
0: roofer jokes, I think, right? Yeah,
1: I don't know. <laughs> um, so then I like I run out with a pair of binoculars to look at my roof. And to see if like there's a section missing, and there isn't on the side I'm looking at. There's a turkey vulture on my roof. (laughs) I guess it was just like I found a loose section. It was just like effing with it, it. just ripping shingles off. (laughs) So then I run around to the other side of the house and I go, oh, there's there's a loose shingle on a roof. We're having turkey vulture for dinner, and I'm missing like shingles in a spot. You yelled FEMA. Basically, here's the moral of the story. Uh, or not moral of the story but the the punch line is the uh, end of it i need a new roof uh which anyone that's gotten a new roof at some point knows the pain
0: i have it's a nightmare
1: it's gonna be expensive so yeah. we're gonna see if we can have just do a patch i'm um, next week i got a bunch lined up so uh but like the number starts with <laughs> a one and then a number and if... then a comma and then three more numbers
0: it's gonna it's be only th- It's
1: only in the teens. No, te- like ten. Yeah, teens. For we don't
0: have. Oh man, choice. dude, mine was thirty-two thousand dollars for when my roof had to get done. What? Pro tip: Tudor style home. Did but, you guys ever go to the house?
1: Mike lived in no, Diamond County. Dude. Okay.
0: <laughs> that was thirty-two grand. It was like super steep, though. It was like a
2: Tudor style oh, home. That, that might pro be tip. Yeah. Damn. If you live in the Midwest, nobody pays for their roof. You wait for a hailstorm. And then you get it replaced right. by the insurance company. Pro
0: tip: My, we had a windstorm take off like a handful of shingles, and the insurance replaced the entire roof. <laughs> yeah, if Actually, you just if one. you just
2: think that there might be roof damage, you have your insurance company come and check it out. Right.
1: Actually, maybe I should reach out to my insurance. Like, yo, yes. damage my roof? Yes, oh, I
2: do. Absolutely, Daniel Dunlap. One hundred percent. You make a claim on your insurance.
1: Like, yes. this isn't even like yes this, okay this no this is like a legitimate claim i didn't even think about that
2: yes
0: like First i had to claim is this is
1: what you... no i literally had like turkey vultures turkey vultures
0: are literally attacking your they're home they're attacking your freedom <laughs> do you know You're your broker to
1: take away your guns they're trying to take away your freedom do, of speech do you
0: know your broker like well do you know your insurance broker because this is a perfect time to be like just message and be like Yo, it's a very small turkey firm vultures are so attacking
1: new, new my jersey roof. manufacturers i need you to do your work
2: Yes, 100%. Call your insurance company. Make a claim. 100%. I I mean, worst case scenario, they say, no, we don't cover this.
1: I'm so glad I brought up the story. I thought it was just a time filler, but I kind of was expecting. Anytime I bring up some like homeowner stuff on a podcast, I get ones of messages, like multiples of messages where people are like, hey, try this or have you tried this or do this or when I had the problem. And it's actually very helpful. So I appreciate what anyone reaches out. Uh, I'm going to call my insurance tomorrow and find out. But anyways... Aside from that, I am happy to get these silly ice climbing things out of um, the shop. And Mike, the reason I was grilling you about the uh, the India ink is because I'm going to be I have just tons of like small offcuts that are under two feet and kind of thinner. And I'm trying to utilize them for a bunch of plant stands because we have a problem. We just keep buying plants. And I wanted to try India ink, but I wanted to to try different finishes over it and see (coughs) if.
2: I recommend water with plants and not indie ink. <laughs> You're right. Yeah. Any, yeah. Um, any top coat's going to do good. Like any
0: clear top coat's going to do well over India. Well, ink. Well, I've always either sprayed
1: shellac... It. Oh, sorry. Um, applied a shellac coat or lacquer. sprayed lacquer oh, yeah. over it. Uh, but I've never tried Rubio over it. And that's why I asked, because you did black on the base. No, and I, don't, I, was I don't think if it you would can. work.
0: Because shellac... Wait. Shellac is alcohol. No, I don't think you oh. can. No, I think the shellac. Wait,
1: what do you dissolve shellac in? I say we in? try well, it and see what happens. It,
0: al- alcohol. Well, it's shellac, but it's dis- the me- the the engine that delivers it is alcohol. Yeah, that's how shellac is. Shellac is delivered with an alcohol. It's an alcohol based finish. So once it cures, I don't know that that's the issue though. Because you once you what you're leaving behind, I don't think I think the shellac is going to. So Rubio wants to bond to the grain, and yeah. I don't think the shellac will let it. So I, I, I don't know though, I I would Yo, I I, honestly, ask, I'm
1: going to you know, be doing a small like, scale. Projects. AWP test. I'm going to test it.
0: Yeah. AWP test. Yeah. We're going to do a are couple
1: cycles of testing. we are going to take an
2: AWP test. We're going to do
1: multiple <laughs> test cycles, testicles.
2: We'll be giving those out of work, BenchCon. <laughs> Come find <bite> us.
1: <laughs> so, um, yeah, awesome. Cool. So I'm going to try that out. Uh, that's, that's been my week. Not a lot of action. Um, let's go
2: to questions. Cause I'm, yeah. I'm in an answer. Let's get mood. rocking through this soon.
0: All right, all right, let's go.
1: Uh, before we go to questions,
2: question. before we go to questions, I'm sorry.
0: Nice, nice, Mike, nice. <laughs> no, keep going. <laughs> nice. Before we go to questions. <laughs> what, Dan, what are you even laughing at?
2: I, I don't know. Um, I wanted to bring up something <laughs> that we, we kind of oh, we didn't bring up before. Oh, yes. Um, oh, yes. Uh, a maker, a, a – a gosh, the words are hard. Uh, a, a giant in the maker community, uh, the woodworking community, lost his shop to a fire uh last night or two nights before so uh, a lot of people have been posting gofundmes for him uh andy berkey if you don't know who i'm talking about go check him out andy underscore berkey uh on ig it would be cool if we could all like rally around this and uh, help him out that's all
1: and we'll include the GoFundMe fund uh, link
0: in our show notes, so make sure to check those out.
2: Yeah, yeah. I' sorry to bring down the podcast. I just no, no. I wanted to get that in there.
0: You didn't. No, this is great. Let's <clears throat> get him some help for sure. Is someone in the community lost? A, I mean, that'd be a de- absolutely devastating It'd, to lose all. That absolutely
2: time. devastating. It's how he. It's how he provides for his family. It's yeah. it's his full time job. So yeah.
0: Thanks for bringing that up, Dan. Continue. Um, yeah, Dan. Um, and then put his link to uh, his Instagrams. His OnlyFans, yeah. all the stuff. I think he's got an OnlyFans. Yeah. yeah anyway. <laughs> Show speed. Uh, everyone who does it <laughs> to I me. Mean, his Go OnlyFans? OnlyFans.com no, forward
2: slash. Go OnlyFans. Like uh, this, only <laughs> this
0: first question go fans is from Braden with Little Bug Wood Goods.
2: Wood stuff. Co. Hey guys, it's Braden with Little Bug. Uh I'm really excited. I thought long and hard about today's question, and I think that this is one that I couldn't find in any previous episodes of the podcast, and I am just so excited because I don't think that Mike is going to roll his eyes at this one. Yeah, you're right. Actually, that's a lie. He 100% will. Mm -hmm. All right. Tonight's question is, who do you think would win in a woodworking shootout, Tim the Tool Man Allen or Ron Swanson from Parks and Rec? Hope you guys have a great night. See ya. Let me just correct this real fast because this is really bothering me. It's Tim the Tool Man Taylor. Mm-hmm. Tim Allen is the actor that portrays him, in Ron Swanson. Obviously, Ron Swanson wins. And on the same note, I mean, it's
1: Ron the Ron Man Swanson. <laughs>
2: whatever. Ron Swanson wins. I mean, this is no argument. <clears throat> There's no argument. You can't. Mm-hmm. You can't argue that. Can you? Are we talking woodworking or yeah. lovemaking?
0: It's Ron Swanson because he wins both. Ron Swanson is the winner. Period.
2: Yeah. Period. There's no. There's no argument. I'm with you. Ron Swanson. Yeah. Wins. I stand with Dan.
1: Different generation.
2: Yeah. Hashtag. Next I stand question, with Dan, Alan,
1: please. No mustache. I rest my case.
0: <laughs> <laughs> no beard. First of all, no mustache. Second of all, I'm done. That's it. <laughs> End of he has list. My
3: mustache.
0: <laughs> Also, Ron Swanson, number three. No cocaine number trafficking one. violations. Okay, the next question is from Brady.
5: Uh, What's up, guys? Brady Nelson from BJM's Design. Uh, happy to share I am uh, going full-time woo! next month thanks to lots of inspiration from yourselves, especially my coffee. So appreciate that. Uh, question today. Uh, I am moving into a 1,500-square-foot shop it's got, uh, 12 foot ceilings and uh, I want to build a permanent spray booth and, um, also use that spray booth for, uh, mm. pouring epoxy and then, uh, being able to keep charging on the rest of my projects without worrying about dust. So, um, I am, uh, obviously I know how to build a room, no worries, but how would you guys ventilate that? And how would you go about that process? I've got one window that will be open to the outside in that room, but it's in Montana. So, uh, mm. climate, uh, you know, outside, inside is a consideration. It will be fully insulated building, um, with heating and cooling. Um, but, um, just wondering how you would go about, uh, ventilating that. Would you, um, you know, use the, crack the window to bring fresh air in and uh, have a vent going out. Uh, just curious how y'all would uh, go about that. Cheers. Michael.
0: I would like to tell you something that I learned when I was doing my spray booth. I still haven't set mine up. I didn't know this was a thing. <clears throat> but you need to buy an explosion-proof fan because they're, one, explode? they're a thing. Basically, they, they use... What? Did yours no, explode? No, finishes explode, though. If, oh, okay. No, if you're spraying solvent-based finishes, yeah. they will combust in the in wrong type enclosed of ventilation space. fan. It's running. Yeah. In an enclosed space. So you want to get an explosion-proof fan, which I bought one. I haven't wired it yet. <clears throat> um, but yeah, you're going to be dealing with cold air, so you're going to have to figure out how to deal with that. I mean, if I don't know what you're going to be spraying, um, I know that, um, I know that most epoxies now are kind of pretty low VOC, especially compared to like spray finishes. You're yeah. going to be pretty, you can probably just open a door and be fine. Um, but I'll tell you what, the stuff I was spraying today, if I was in an enclosed space, I would probably have passed out. I mean, even with my PPE on like a good, like VOC, like organic compound mask, I probably would have passed out with about five minutes. So, um, that stuff gets gnarly, but and you got to have a, an explosion proof fan. So that's the one thing I'd say. And you're just going to have to deal with it. Like, that's just part of spraying. If you're going to be in an enclosed space, you need to be able to deal with it. I mean, it's going to be cold in Montana. You're going to have to figure out how to, like, turn on your ventilation only when you're spraying and then shut it down and close that room because then you need to warm it back up. Otherwise, your finishes will get too cold. So anyway,
2: mm. anyone got anything else, Dan? I mean, I would spray the finish and leave the ventilation on for, like, a minute or two after just so you can get the – Yeah, you're probably right. The VOCs uh, out after. Um I, I don't have a spray booth like Mike. However, I would look into like, look at the, the <clears throat> what, what you're spraying and is it heavier than air or is it lighter than air? Because if it's heavier than air, I would want a ventilation vent. Ventilation vent. I would yeah, want ventilation definitely. like on the lower part of the room because that stuff is going to fall like to the ground. It's going to be on the lower level and all the heat's going to be up top. So I would put that, I would put the ventilation on like the lower part of the wall. If it's uh, lighter than air, I would, you know, obviously put it up towards the top of the room somewhere. Uh, so, yeah, I think that's something you got to look at as well. Uh, I like Mike's idea about using a, a ventilation or a explosion-proof Explosion ventilation proof. fan. Uh, I think that's a very good point. Uh I don't have a spray booth, so I whenever I spray, I, I open my garage doors, and you know I'm open to the elements, so it's not a it's not a factor for me. But if you are spraying high VOC uh, caustic finishes in an enclosed area, for the love of God, have some sort of explosion proof fan or some sort of like ventilation. You need yeah. something. Pete, do you want to add anything to this, please? Uh,
1: one thing I'll add is, is y- you... Well, first of all, if you're trying to do like a spray room or epoxy room, you probably don't... Some people like to just strap a, a filter on a fan and circulate the air in the in the room. You don't want to be circulating in
2: the air because if there's any dust in there or anything... No, because those filters... And I actually, assume you're talking actually, about I assume you're talking about putting a filter like on a box fan.
1: Box fan, but there are like yeah. more It's not going to filter variables. out all the it's particulates. Not do it. You have to get this stuff outside or run it through a like a I don't even know if a charcoal filter will do, but like uh, like a heavy duty filter. I think what you need to do is when you're getting into the shop, whatever heating situation or cooling, especially heating I'm assuming because Montana winter is probably the worst time to, you know, be in that shop. Uh, you need to just be dumping that air outside. There's no way, you know. Some people have it where it like runs through a filter back into their shop, and then the air from their shop comes in. I think the air needs to be dumped outside. You shouldn't be putting that back into your shop. Um, and just kind of take get that rid as of it. Get new air. 100%. Exactly. Pizza. Um, right. But I would say uh, definitely uh, set up some kind of filtration coming in from the main shop into your spray room so that you're getting warm <clears throat> air coming in from that. And it's not some kind of filter. You're pulling cold air from the outside for some reason. Uh, one person I would reach out to maybe is, um, uh, two moose design, Jeff, they have a separate room and ask him about, because they built a separate room just for spraying and and, and epoxy and, uh, ask him what he would do differently now. Cause he's been doing spraying in there for a while and just see how he's been handling it. And he's, I would, he, it's I would even go as
2: far as like calling a local HVAC person, somebody who yeah. is knowledgeable in this yeah. and telling them your situation and asking if they have any tips for you. Just the tips.
0: All right. The next question is from Josh Friedrich from 507 Woodworks. Hey guys. So last week's workbench con conversation has got me wondering what event do you guys like more? Maker camp or WorkbenchCon? I probably won't be making it either this year Oof. there's a slight hope for maker camp but i'm just curious what would you rather spend your money on and time anyways uh hopefully i didn't get you in legal trouble with workbench con <laughs> being that you guys have that coupon code for 50 dollars off using code awp yes i think that's it yeah. anyways um if you do need lawyer representation i also just would like to let you know that i ain't no good day <laughs>
1: okay we have cow dog on speed
2: dial
0: <laughs> what's uh i mean dan i actually i want to hear
2: your your opinion here first well i was telling pete when we were in the pre pre-show um it really depends my my answer depends on the time of year actually if you catch me in the fall when we're closer to maker catch Camp, me outside catch me outside if you catch me outside you know that girl makes millions of dollars every year? That's another story. Of course she does. <laughs> Everyone makes millions of dollars but me. Anyway. Everyone. <laughs> it's so frustrating. <laughs> it depends on the time of year. If, if you ask me this question in the fall, my answer is going to be Maker Camp. Just because I have Maker Camp on the brain. I, I'm i I'm just like inundated by Maker Camp things and it's just that time of the year. The only
1: reason Dan goes is for the
2: leads. Dan's driven by FOMO. <laughs> I, so I really am. I really am. I'm 100%. <laughs> Driven by FOMO. That's the only reason I started going to WorkbenchCon. I had no reason to be there. I went there for FOMO sure. only. Um, and I continue to do that. Um, right now, we're we're really close to WorkbenchCon. We're less than a month out, I feel like. Maybe, maybe a little bit more than a month. Um, so my mind is on MakerCamp. And right now, my answer would be... Or no, sorry. My mind is on WorkbenchCon. So right now my answer would be WorkbenchCon just because I'm excited about it. And I think they both bring different things to the table. Although they're very they similar, do. they both bring two different things to the table. Yeah. WorkbenchCon is – uh it's it's content creator centric. You know, it's, it's – you, you go know, there to geared. get hyped. Yeah, you go there to get hyped a little bit and you go there to maybe make some brand relationships and – and learn how to grow your business as a content creator whereas maker camp is more hands-on centric you go there to learn stuff learn a new skill uh get inspiration from other people that do other things so while they're kind of the sa- in the same realm they're they're different in in their um tactics or whatever yeah so it really depends on the time of year for me so I, I bottom line is I can't give you a good answer or an answer that you would probably he, like.
1: So, uh, Mike was just housing his dinner. Me and Danica actually got into a conversation about this. I, so I love both of them.
4: Oh, I love know. them both. I, yeah, I love 100%. both of
1: the events. Um, if I, I, this time of the year when like traffic for sales starts going down, whatever I now know, I like, I need work con cause I get hyped. Last year, I came back from Workbench Con on fire, uh, which was really hard to get through security. But once I got <laughs> off the plane, <laughs> Jeez, it was great. So- I hit the ground running and it, it really does get you hyped. And yes, there's a lot of hanging out and most of the hype came from the hangouts, talking to people. The classes were great, but like just talking to everyone there and getting inspired and hearing how people are killing it, awesome. Maker Camp is the winner for me right now because that's where I go to just have fun and relax. I don't even go with any like specific, like I want to make this thing. I want to go welding or forging metal or whatever. I just go and I'm so loosey goosey. There's no obligation. I actually, this is my specific rule. I I refuse to be part of the, uh, the maker swap just because I want to go there with purely zero responsibility for once for like some event and just like go and enjoy it. And this, this last year we got a we got a small house. That's that's a secret. You'll never know where it is. It was out of state. Don't worry about it.
4: Um, and it was a blast.
1: Like we stayed there for a couple of days. We're really close to the location. It made the state even better than the year before because we literally just drove from Jersey and back like Keith did. Keith did that every day. Crazy man. Um, but the main thing is cost. A lot of people talk about cost and at the and really at the end of the day, the cost isn't that far off. When you're going to WorkbenchCon, it's two G's. It's straight up two G's and then some because you got a hotel, flight. Unless and, you
2: share a room with someone. Unless you, you share a room, a yes, money. you
1: can. You can save a little money. And then ticket. Obviously, we all know it's, <clears throat> tickets like six hundred bucks minus fifty if you use code AWP. Uh, if you're going to WorkbenchCon, like oh yeah, tickets only two hundred and it's hands on for the whole like three days. Yes, but you're flying out in out of state if you were flying in, out of state. You need to then get a ride or rent a car or get a cab or Uber or whatever from the airport. It's like 45 minutes away from the airport. I think it's the- The
2: Albany Airport? Albany Airport,
1: yeah. Yeah. Or if you're going to LaGuardia or JFK or whatever, like forget it, you basically have to rent a car. Then you need a place to stay. It's cheaper, but you're probably staying a little longer maybe or whatever, maybe you're sharing with someone. But still, there's a cost there. So it's really like you're talking two grand versus 1500 Like it's still up there. Uh, so I don't think it should really. Neither is cheap. Neither one is cheap because this is like that's one thing people don't realize about Maker Maker Camp. It's awesome. It's so far out of the like off the beaten path. It's in the middle of nowhere.
2: There's no cell phone. There's there. no cell,
1: for cell phone service. Uh, it, it you, basically, you basically get Wi-Fi at like one tent at the location.
2: <laughs> and everybody's there.
1: Everybody's there. So my thing is WorkbenchCon, but know that it is the less luxurious and more tedious part. You mean Maker Camp? Of, maker Camp. I'm sorry. Yes, yes, yes. Maker yeah, Camp. I
2: did the same thing.
1: Yeah, uh, but it's more tedious. Mike, what are your thoughts on it? I'd love to hear it.
0: I feel like WorkbenchCon. I'm more at work than mm. at an event where I'm kind of getting away. So I feel like I have to be on. I have to be Mike Coffee of Coffee Custom Builds. Um, I feel like. I have to do brand related things and different things, which isn't bad. I enjoy making content, so I like doing it. I think like Maker I, Camp, I you can do karaoke like and just be, be more, yourself.
1: Yeah. You could just
0: regulate. I, I feel like I could just be I have to I feel like I have to be on more at uh at WorkbenchCon, I guess. But I mean that might just be something I've self imposed, but it feels more like I'm at work. It feels more like I'm doing stories and creating content. It feels more in the vein of that. Even though I'm not, it feels more in the vein of that. Um, However, I really like WorkbenchCon a lot. It's a really great experience. And like I was kind of like coming over through the fall, I was like, "Eh, I'm not really sure I even want to go to WorkbenchCon this year. Um, But the social networking side of WorkbenchCon is truly the best part of it. It's so good. There's that time at the hotel lobby and going out to restaurants and bars with people. It's just so good. So I, I love WorkbenchCon. It's great. But I like Maker's Camp more. I think Maker's Camp is improperly sold as like a fun time at your friend's place. Because like Pete said, it's very expensive. There is zero accommodations that are worth anything there for how much money you're spending. Um, The food is fine. Fine. The drinks are fine. Fine. The, the, The places you can stay are... Negligible. Like there's nowhere we had to rent a home, which was great. That's the best solution for sure. But it feels. Dan said there's no cell service. There isn't cell service, but I think it's a good thing. Honestly, it's nice nice. to to kind of disconnect for that period of time. It's it really is like for me, it's not like a negative. It would be nice to have the cell phone service, but when you're being forced off your phone in a with a group of people who are on their phones all the time. It's kind of nice. You get to just kind of talk and be around people. And it feels yeah. a bit more, it feels, so in content, you have to kind of like be this person in social media. At Maker Camp, it doesn't feel like you have to be that. It really does level the playing field. It feels field. like you can just kind of be yourself. Yeah. It kind of is just like chill. When so,
1: everyone was freezing their butt off I around really the like fire, ma- it like felt very like, everyone's yeah. just like we're all just here tight up against this fire, trying to stay warm and <laughs> yeah, have a good time.
0: It's solid. Like, it's a great time, and I really enjoy it, but I do, like, make WorkbenchCon a lot. It's fantastic. I'm really excited about WorkbenchCon, but I just – that's my opinion on that. So, Um, is that Josh? Yeah. Yeah. This next question is from Malcolm. He's in something.
3: Hey, guys. It's it's Malcolm in the mid – You know what? No. No, I'm not doing that this week. Hey, guys. It's Malcolm (laughs) with Boston of Woodworks, and this week I don't have a question. Just a quick compliment. I have started listening to the early episodes when you began the podcast in early 2020, and I'm on episode 13 or so right now. I just wanted to say one of the things that stuck out to me is how much you've worked on your format. Even back then, every episode you were trying something new, you were experimenting with different stuff, you were getting better every time, and I think it really Mm -hmm. paid off because today I feel like you have one of the best formats of any podcast I've ever listened to so just wanted to say i appreciate what you do thanks a lot i'm sure you hear this kind of stuff all the time but i do appreciate awp and keep crushing it guys
2: malcolm oh, thank you for calling in i'm not really making a
3: joke about that. being in the middle of dan's mom this week because <laughs> I forgot well yeah we talked it over and she let me know that she really doesn't like it when i put her business in the street like that so <laughs> sorry dan's mom my bad
2: Malcolm, I really Dan. appreciate the fact that you called it. <laughs> I really do. Dorothy
1: Dunlap um, is a saint,
2: and I, I appreciate the fact that uh, you're going back and listening to older episodes. I, I, I really can't wait till you get to the middle episodes because I, I feel like that's where we really hit our stride. Right We're there peaked. in the middle.
1: Yeah, missing thumbnail was our peak. It's <laughs> 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 the name of the episode. Anyway, but we appreciate that. I think we took a lot of pride and care into like right into episode one, and we were still trying to figure out what we're doing.
2: Yeah, I mean, it needs to be ever evolving a bit.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
2: You know, I, feel like I mean, it's just, we're still kind of evolving a little bit. I mean,
0: you can't, our format's, can't become yeah. stagnant too yeah. much. Yeah, our format's pretty much the same for the last. I don't know, for a while, for sure, in terms of know, the format, but like what is let's actually happening
2: it up is entirely next next week. We're gonna switch it all well, up. next week. I did a dating yeah. show this I week. I won't be here next week. Boom. Yeah, that's that's what I was talking about, Mike. That was a yeah. subtle.
0: <laughs> <joke>. <laughs> um. <clears throat> yeah, I mean, we just this works. It's kind of like if it if it ain't broke, don't fix it, kind of a thing. But like we try to like mix it up a little bit. I mean we we started mentioning all our patrons, our VIP patrons. You know we're trying to make a big focus on that. Um, I think that might have been born of kind of not really being super happy with how the last sponsorship went. Um, we really wanted to double down on the patrons and how yeah. um, how uh, how much you guys mean to us. Just, the it, patrons mean a lot. We much rather I mean, really would like
1: have the patrons and the sponsors. Oh, wait, yeah, we'd rather we'd, we'd rather have
0: that. I mean, we're not. I mean, we're not making a ton of money on this thing. We're just not. Like, we're really, it's honestly like a lot of times I'm like, God, I really have to. Look we're
1: losing this. money on this, guys. Is this Everyone, something you all I need can to know, do? We're losing money on this. Our hourly uh, rate wage is like
0: twelve dollars.
2: I lose money on this because yeah. every Thursday I have to go buy booze. Same. So.
0: It's just like, it's like one of those things where it's like, I have such little time and it's like, man, is this, can I still, and I, and you know, I just, we just love doing it. Well, we love it. it. You know, it's just, it's something we love doing. So <laughs> it's really hard to like actually give up on paper. It makes no sense to keep doing, but in our hearts, it's so stupid. That's where we have to do it. Yeah. Um, in my heart of hearts. Sorry. This go next on. question's from Tom I don't understand a word he's saying. Hey, I just met you. Voicemail.
4: The French. Hey guys, so I usually ask questions about woodworking, but today I'd like to know if you had to listen to only one music ever. Nah, just kidding. All right, Uh, I want to talk about overdoing or overbuilding. Uh, I just finished making my air scrubber as you recommended a few podcasts ago, and I went over spec. For my shop size, I needed according to the French government recommand- recommendations, uh, something between 500 m3 by hours to 800 m3 hour of air circulation. Circulation, sorry, if I convert it, it's roughly 300 cfm to 450 cfm. And I found and bought a second-hand fan that does 800 to 1,200 cfm max. It's great because it's clean. It cleans the air fast, but it's too loud to use while I'm while I'm shooting a video, or to leave on all the time, as I wanted to. Do you also tend to overdo things? Go too big in projects and doing so make it less efficient or harder to use. Do you have a method to stay in line with the specs? All right.
2: Bye. Pete, you want to translate all that?
4: Uh, Yeah,
1: basically he's, he got a, uh, he had his dust collector, but then he also got a, like a dust extract, not extractor. Scrubber. Scrubber. Thank you. I was trying to think of the name. Um. And he's, he's asking, uh, is like, do you go too big for, for the project? Like, do you overkill the dust collection? And I I honestly will say for me personally, um, I, I, I 1000% absolutely overkill the dust collection, but the sad thing is that's what you need to like really remain healthy. In this, if you're doing this long term, because a lot of these, like if if you have a shop, just a shop vac collecting dust, you're doing fine. Uh, Fine is not good for your lungs. It's fine. It's better than it just floating around in the air and going into your house and everything, especially most of us are in garages connected to our house. Uh, Every single I've three vacuums in my shop. They're all HEPA vacuums. I've paid more for each of those vacuums than I have for all of my vacuums up until the Dyson. Um, in my house, like, but like a $300,000 vacuum, like back in the day when I would look a price like that, like, why would I ever need that? Oh, it has great collection. It starts my machine when it starts and it has a HEPA filter at the time. I didn't know what a HEPA filter was. Now my big dust collector has it. This one has it. The one in the ceiling actually doesn't have it, but actually doesn't have a HEPA filter. I forget the air clean, the blower. I don't think it does. Does it? Whatever. What's that? The air clean, the air blower, uh, the scrubber. The Laguna and, one? The Laguna one. Does it? No, have, it doesn't. No, does no it? that's I not. It. A, I don't
0: think that's a HEPA. Yeah. That's just like a um, pass-through but bag. But that
1: one catches a lot of the big stuff. But anytime you can, you, the smaller and finer and more collected you can get those little particulates that are in the air, uh, the better. Uh, don't think it's overkill. Yes. I mean, obviously, you don't want to get like a P-Flex 3 for a one-car garage, uh, but get something that's appropriate and collection at the tool and, and the, the amount of dust you can minimize, um, you can never have too much or too little. And one thing that honestly, I've been watching a lot of YouTube videos lately and a lot of people do a really good job of like when they they're recording. And I know you're, you're trying to get into more YouTube. They just record with whatever audio in the background that audio is not even there. They have a voiceover over it. So you might not even hear like that faint little like background like somebody running a table saw or whatever, it just mute it just mute that. Maybe there's music playing. Maybe their dust collectors running is really loud. Uh, just or drop the audio really low so you kind of hear that ASMR sound in the background. Some people like that. You know, either eliminate it and replace it with a voiceover, or just leave it in the background as like a low hum so people know machines are on. So, uh, but Mike, I'd love to hear from you because you not in a bad way but overkill it with machines you always like to have like the best one you can get because you're always scaling
0: yeah i mean it depends on what you're doing yeah. i'm running a business yeah out of my shop and i have big things and it's they're still not big enough so i mean it's just the constant like scaling is constant battle especially in furniture that's why um you know brady was like i'm starting i'm going full-time woodworking i was like don't do it but like it's like it's just it's so it's so expensive like all these things are so expensive but you do you have to go overkill because you don't know you can't not be able to do the thing you need to do like you need to be able to do it it's just what it's the very expensive fact about woodworking is that anytime you can go anytime you buy anything you need to buy the most biggest and most expensive one you can buy and last fit at that time the
1: first right but yeah
0: <laughs> like you need to do it as fast as you can like i'm looking at sliders now and i'm like okay i could you know they're like 50,000 plus dollars for slider saws
2: some of these slider saws are what like what is crazy that francs or what is the what is the french dollar is that a franc i believe they i believe they use cakes oh cakes. cakes
0: baguettes maybe yeah something like all that all right but so You have to, like, you just have to. In my situation, I have to. Like, I'm like, you know, there's some cases where I'm glad I didn't go as big as I could have in things because sometimes things change. But for dust collection, here's the bottom line. Those things are keeping you from getting cancer. Yeah.
4: And I don't mean to be like
0: a drama queen, but, but yeah, right. But I mean, they're, they're helping you. I mean, they're, 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 they're not, they're a tool, but they're also a safety device. Yeah. So, um, the more they, the more of that crud they can take out of the air, the better. So if you can move more air faster, do it. That's what you want. That's all that machine's job is to do. So when it comes to dust collection, in my opinion, spend the most money you can on that tool. That's one spot where you really need to go as high as you
2: can with the money. So anyway, Dan. Yeah, hundred percent. Um... If you're gonna spend money on safety devices, like Mike talked about, uh, overkill for sure. Future proof, as we like to say here in on mm-hmm. AWP. Yep. Uh, think about what you're going to be doing in the future and prepare for that. Not about. Don't think about what you need now. Think about what you're going to need two, three, four, five years down the road from now. So overkill will help that a little bit. Short and sweet. Yep. That's my answer. Boom. Uh,
0: the next question is from Justin Addy.
5: Hey, guys. Justin, Calvin Customs. Uh, question I have for you is I have a uh, Onefinity uh, Journeyman, and I use it a fair bit, but I really don't know how I can get the most use <laughs> out of it as far as Uh, getting jobs and that sort of thing so question would be what uh, type type of uh, marketing or anything like that would you suggest that I could put out there Um, I know probably go to some Etsy stuff but I'm kind of looking at more of a local kind of deal but I'm open to Etsy as well I suppose so that's my question I appreciate it Justin from the Man Army, signing off. I,
0: I'm i going to throw it to Dan first. <laughs> Why? It's not I'll because go first, Pete got up and left. <laughs> yeah, Pete's just left. <laughs> he did the, to uh, he just pointed to his eye, <laughs> and then he did the have, and then he did the two, and then pointed to his butt.
2: So I don't know what he's doing. I'm going um, to keep this short and sweet. Uh, social media sponsored ads, man. Uh, show your product. Show your product in use. Sponsor a post and keep it local if you want to if you want to sell to local people do it that way Uh, and off obviously, you know, there are Facebook market place ads uh, Hell even you can do Craigslist You don't have to go the Etsy route. Uh, Etsy's not for everybody. I understand that but you know also craft fairs man get out to craft fairs craft fairs are fairly cheap and Even if you don't sell any products there at the craft fair, take a bunch of business cards, people can see your work, and they may reach out in the future if you have information to give them, like a business card or a pamphlet or something. Pete, now that you're back, do you have any advice on selling locally? Yes.
1: Make friends with everyone. Literally, like talk to every small business owner the smaller the town the better actually because you can really make one-on-one connections and people business owners talk to each other when someone you know just because you're on their mind like i go to the same liquor store every single day it's the, the smallest one it's a, literally a double wide trailer uh they My reopen. Kind of i within the first uh two weeks of opening, I, the owner that was there, Sam, like I'm on first name basis with them. I know everyone's names. When I walk in there, when I walk in there, they say my name before I even say theirs, uh, which is, uh, probably a bad thing, but the thing is it's a local place. So even if I go in once every two weeks, I see one employee once in a while, they just remember me because I have a conversation with all of them. And he now, at this point, he knows exactly what I do. And he's already like, I really got to think of like, how to like, I want to try to incorporate your, he's telling me he wants to incorporate my work into stuff. He sells there. Like that's the kind of relationship you want. You just want to start talking to people. And like, I I mean, I'll like Mike does this all the time. Mike does it really well. And he does it on a much bigger level. But if you're trying to get local, make friends locally, do local craft fairs, talk to people around, uh, around in your area. And there's nothing like a really, you want to stop people with your business card. I will. I will say that. Uh, yeah. I have got. I have literally broken necks with my business card when people. I just hand it to them, uh, or they try to grab one and they keep doing the like the finger swipe. And I'm like, no, that's how thick the card is because it's it's made of wood. It's it's literally melamine. It's melamine, but it lasers so well. I do them. I'll do them on a laser, and people will take them and start walking away and go, whoa, is this whatever? And then like they keep it. You're not going to lose that card. So like little things like that, you start. They start remembering you. And if it's a local thing, pitch to everyone, just bring it up very naturally. Don't push it. You're like, oh yeah, I do this or I do that. Or hey, I wanted to give you a little gift. Because like let's say you go to the same consignment or the same store every single week and you know the person that checks you out. Just give them like a little gift for the holidays. They'll remember you. If you want to get local, don't worry about Etsy ads. Don't worry about Facebook. Don't worry about Facebook Marketplace. That's honestly like Mike says of Etsy. I will say like Facebook marketplace. Uh, no, it's trash. One of the hardest places <laughs> just to sell. I to bring it up. I won't say it's trash. I just think it should be right next to the recycling. So there's still, everyone wants to hit you with the, hey, there's my lower price. Can you take it or whatever? Like It's not negotiable, but people don't get that. It's a place where people are used to haggling. That's not the place you really want to be. Is it good? Yes, and a lot of people do it's really well. starting point. But pitch it to everyone. Make it's sure, a place. It's a place. Make sure all your neighbors know where you're at. Like, Facebook Marketplace is fine. Uh, Nextdoor app is fine. A lot of those, like, you know, apps ring. that uh, Some of them have, like, social media People sell on Nextdoor app? Dude, you have no idea. It's a thing. Yeah, there's a whole really? sales section there. Um, okay. But, like, all of those are valid things. But one-on-one conversations, talking to people, making sure you're known in your community, uh, you're going to get business. Trust me.
2: Before he throws it to Mike, I want to add, this is not an overnight thing. This takes no, is not. work. Months. Yes,
1: I've been in my neighborhood for a year it's, and a half. I just moved, it's just, and I'm starting to see benefits now. A year and a half later. Mike, Michael,
2: sorry.
0: Michael. Yeah, it's it's just it's just a lot of work. It's networking, networking, networking. Getting your name out there, talking to people, getting to know people people, people, it's just nonstop. You're like just constantly, you have to, you have to be able to sell stuff. You have to.
2: You're not no just the maker, talks
0: you're about the salesman. That in woodworking. Yeah. I mean you yeah, you have to, you're the marketing department. Mm-hmm. You, you have to do all of it. It's a nightmare. It's not a nightmare. I actually like doing it. It's fun. And that's part of it. You actually need to be you actually need to enjoy it too. It's very helpful to actually enjoy that part. The customer interaction I really do enjoy. Um, I like making customers happy. Bottom line, so and it makes business go well for me. So, um it's a lot of work, dude. You're just gonna have to get put your you're gonna have to put your feet to the to the pavement and do a lot of work. It's the bottom line. Get out there and meet people, shake babies and kiss hands. Or whatever. Exactly.
1: Definitely um, want to do the first
2: one. Lake lollipops. So.
0: <laughs> yeah. You <laughs> need. Um, I'm gonna. Th- I think I'm lagging. No, a bad. little bit. Huh? So I'm going to throw it to Pete. I'm going to throw it to Pete to do the outro here because we're basically done. Oh, wait. Real quick programming note. I will not be here next week. The boys are going to surprise you with a new and fulfilling guest that you've never heard from before on here. No
1: pressure. And that just eliminated most of our friends. No pressure. (laughs) 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 Okay, mm-hmm. so I guess I'm doing the outro. Yeah, yeah Thank yeah. you so much for joining us. Yeah. Make sure no, to- No, sorry, sorry. It's, it's all good. No, you're good. Um, Make sure, to, uh, if you are looking to go to uh to con, use code AWP if you have any questions about it. A lot of you have been reaching out to us, uh, asking questions, see if it's really worth it. The last minute the FOMO was getting to you guys. It Like, despite the cost or whatever- It's real. It's real, It's great. We really enjoy it. And we cannot wait to meet Mm. some of you guys. Uh, Not all of you. You know who you are. We all love you. We love all of you. But we can't wait to see you all there. It's a great time. If you do get a ticket, use code AWP. Uh, And when you're booking your room, use code AWP for exactly the same cost. There you go. You're
2: welcome. $0
1: off. $0 off. But Mm. we'll know you're thinking (laughs) of us. And, um huge thank you to our top tier patrons. You guys keep us go all of our patrons. You guys keep us going and can help us continue doing the show. Despite not having uh, a sponsor. We're very excited to uh, announce our guests for next week. We will do that on social media. Very last minute because uh, Dan and I don't plan. And no. uh, with that, thank you for listening. Uh, we, we would thank love you. that you've been here. Some of you through the big, be- since the beginning What's wrong with you? I love yeah. you. That's amazing. Who hurt you? Who hurt you? <laughs> yeah. But also, thank you. Was uh, it Dan? Was it Dan? <laughs> and uh, but we get. I it blame the we've, we've also been here since the beginning, and we know the pain, and we love you all. We'll see you all next week. And
0: we're st- <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Bye. We're starting a class action lawsuit against Dan.
1: Bye. <laughs> Dan, bye. 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 <laughs> bye, bye, bye. <laughs> I, I love you. <laughs> bye. Some of the time.
0: Some of the. <laughs>
4: bye. <laughs>